Amen. Uh, thank you again for that wonderful question of just, um, I was asked the question in reference to uh, last, you know, one of our recent, um, one of our recent uh, lessons where I dealt with the book of Haggai and, um, and, and I talked about how the book of Haggai was situated in between uh, two chapters in the book of Ezra and not that it was confusing but um, it's someone wanted to know hey how can I find out the chronology you know things that are chronological order because it would make more sense if I look at the Bible in chronological order and I just suggested um, perhaps investing in what they call a chronological Bible. Um, and again, I reiterate, I think it's very important to invest in uh, things that will help us in your biblical uh, knowledge or biblical literacy. Uh, if we have a closet, you know, full of shoes, that means that we can, you know, um, benefit from having more than one pair of shoes. Uh, we can benefit from having more, more than one, one Bible two Bibles, uh, study Bibles, uh, chron you know, a chronological Bible, and, thing and other things of that nature. Um, but um, I want to be accessible to you all, available to you all, should you have any questions. Uh, you know, I want to keep you all in my prayers. Um, you're in my thoughts every day, especially right now, as I know you all are partnering with me in this journey um, of fasting. And we're up, we're down, you know, we, we're, we have a little mood, we're moody here, and we're happy here, and, you know, all this is a part of the journey. We mess up, you get back up, and you keep going. Um, but thank you. Keep me in your prayers, because I guess as, as we're fasting, um, you know, I have a tendency to compartmentalize things, and so I forget that I'm actually dealing or wrestling with something over here, and then I realize later that, yeah, I forget I was dealing with that. Uh, but as we're fasting and as um, I'm praying and I'm trying to carve out some time, um, some extra time and more time with God, I, the enemy is certainly um, making himself available. Um, and, um, yeah, especially in the face of betrayal. And so not to alarm any of you, but, you know, just to be, um, just to put that on your radar. Yeah, you know, to deal with betrayal up close um, um, is not always easy, but, uh, something that I'm kind of dealing with and I had been dealing with but just hadn't been talking about it and don't need to talk about it. So keep me in your prayers as well. Um, all is well, but just keep me um, somewhere in your prayers. And also, also, one of the things according to the notes that I gave you um, when we were beginning this, beginning this fast was that we're going to pray for the singles conference. Listen, the registration is up. You can direct people to the website that is hopechurchmemphis.com forward slash no regrets. Uh, or you can just go to the our singles page and somehow get redirected there. Um, the website is still uh, in the process of being uh, beautified, but it's up so you can direct people there. I'm not making it available on social media because I'm not on social media right now, but go ahead and talk to your people that you know and direct them there. Uh, registration is up. We have about 130 people that signed up you know, in that one day. Um, so um, keep the singles conference in your prayers. We want to pray that God um, brings the people there and that we uh, allow his Holy Spirit to transform that place and to bless the lives of the people who come. Um, we don't just want to do it bigger and better. We want to make sure that we're giving glory to God and that um, he is the reason for us uh, gathering together. Um, 
Join me in the book of First Chronicles chapter 4. 1 Chronicles chapter 4. Um, and I just want to look at a couple of verses. I want to look at a couple of verses. We've been talking recently about um, the subject of territory. Uh, we've been talking about uh, land, about God's blessings. And um, we've been looking at Joshua and the fact that God had promised the people that he would give them territory if they would do their part in, um, you know, driving out the, the giants and the adversaries in the land. Um, we've been talking about territory and God giving them territory, but for some strange reason, um, they had not got off of their butts and occupied the territory, the land that God had given them. Um, and I just love when I look at the text and, 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 and Joshua's looking at the people and he says things to them like, how long are you going to uh, sit here and, and, and not occupy the land that's already been assigned to you? Um, but today, uh, just along the similar lines, and I just want a, a quick talk, a quick talk, a brief talk, uh, along the similar lines of just territory, uh, in my devotion some time ago, uh, a few weeks ago, about a month ago, I was drawn to this passage, and um, and this passage is a passage that I believe is often quoted, um, often referred to, um, and, and I don't know, I used to uh, refer to it like everyone else. I used to uh, support it, but just for some reason, the text, it doesn't sit well, just well with me. It doesn't sit well with me because I just believe it's, it's kind of overused, misused, and taken out of context. Follow me at verse 9. Verse 9 and 10, just two verses. There was a man named Jabez. I can pause there. Many of you have heard this, 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 this prayer before, this quote before, uh, this subject before. And, um, and that's what I want to talk about. There was a man, a man named Jabez. Um, the Bible says he was more honorable than any of his brothers. His mother named him uh, Jabez because his birth was painful. She caused, he had caused her pain. And so his name, Jabez, means suffering, means pain. Um, he was the one, the Bible says, who prayed to God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory, expand my territory, remove my borders. Uh, please be with me in all that I do, Jabez, asked God, and keep me from all trouble and pain. Uh, and God granted him his request. And he asked God to keep him from all trouble and pain. I don't even, I, and that wasn't even a part of my notes, but I don't even know if I want my prayer to be keep me from trouble and pain. But at any rate, when we look at this passage, uh, it's often in, in the new year we, we find pastors and preachers and people posting about enlarge my territory. Uh, you know, God is going to enlarge my territory. God is going to enlarge my territory. He's going to give me so many blessings. He's going to give me more and more and more. And I think the subject I want to share with you very simply is the disease of more. You'll hear more about this Sunday, but the disease of more, the disease of more, of more, of more, of needing more, of wanting more, a whole lot more. Give me more, more blessings, more territory. Give me more. We hear this prayer. Enlarge my territory. We hear Jabez 
If you haven't heard him before, pay attention. You'll hear his name. You'll hear this prayer come up uh, more often than you expect. But the truth of the matter is, most of us know nothing about Jabez. We know nothing about his life before and after this prayer, right? This is what, what, what was just revealed to me as I sat and looked at the text. We, we can search the Bible. We won't find anything else about Jabez. We know nothing more about Jabez other than verse 9 and verse 10 of this chapter, right? So, so the thing about this is we pattern our lives around Jabez's prayer, right? We pattern our expectations around Jabez. We even pattern our prayer lives around one verse and we don't recognize it. Lord, enlarge my territory. We, have, we pay attention to one thing when we look at this passage. Whenever you hear someone uh, uh, talking about this passage, the one thing that they focus on is, and God granted him his request. Right? And God gave him his request to enlarge his territory. Lord, give me more. I want more. I want more. Enlarge my territory. But this is the thing that, 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 that sticks with me. There is life before and after his prayer request. But we don't consider that. We just focus on the snapshot. We focus on the snippet. We focus on what we can see, that, that, that little excerpt. Lord, enlarge my territory. It sounds good. Lord, enlarge my territory. And God granted him his request. But we just don't consider the life before verse 9 and the life after verse 10. Because there, there are a few things about territory. If we were paying attention in the, in the other chapters of, of Joshua, there are a few things about territory even in the passage of Scripture. There is no territory that God gives his people that they don't have to first fight to occupy, fight to keep, and fight to sustain. God gave Adam uh, territory. He created a garden of Eden, and then and he put him inside of, of this garden and, and said, I need you to cultivate the soil, but he also said, I need you, protect, to, I need you to, to protect the garden, right? He gave Noah, he gave Noah um, a territory, he told him, I need you to cultivate this ground and, and to plant a vineyard. This is after uh, God had destroyed the world by water. Right? But he had a hard time keeping the land together. But we looked in Joshua. God had given the people territory. Right? He gave them territory that sounded good, that looked good, but we find out that they were lazy, that they were filled with fear, that they had a, a, a mind, they, they were entitled. Right? They felt that this, this, this belonged to them, that they deserved this, and they didn't maximize the territory that God had given them. 75% of the Old Testament is about the fight for territory. But what we don't realize is we can ask God for territory, right? We can ask God for more. But territory requires attention. Territory requires time. Territory requires patience. It, re it requires diligence. And so what are you saying? We have to become more judicious, more responsible with our prayer request. If you're going to ask for anything, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, you need to ask for capacity. Your prayer needs to be for capacity. You need to ask God for character. You need to ask God for discipline. 
I will go as far as to encourage each of us as we're fasting, as we're asking God for things that don't ask God for territory. Don't ask God for the blessings. Because guess what? It's my fond belief, and I know this probably upsets many of you. Territory will come after you prepare for it. If you must ask for territory, ask God to enlarge your territory internally. Not externally, not the tangible blessing, the tangible territory. Give me more. No, if you're going to ask God for territory, ask God to enlarge your territory internally. The first territory you need to be asking God is to increase the territory of your mind. Because if your mind isn't prepared, if your emotions are not equipped for where you're trying to go, if your heart is not ready, you will have territory but no peace of mind. You will have territory but no joy. You have territory but nobody to enjoy with because you ran them all off with your bad attitude and your negative thinking. You will have the answers to your prayers, but you will result to misusing and abusing it because you're not prepared for it. I am saying, don't get caught up in verse 9 and 10, or verse 10 rather, of Lord, enlarge my territory, give me more. If you're not asking for capacity, if you're not asking for character, so when you do get this blessing that you're responsible with it and the discipline to sustain and maintain it. The question is, are you asking God or have you been asking God for something that you're, that you're not prepared for? It's easy to ask God for things that we're not ready for. When I look at this text, when I look at this passage, all I'm saying is, it's too inconclusive for me to purchase. I used to buy it. I used to buy it. I used to buy it. Man, Lord, enlarge my territory. Give me more. But I don't have enough information about Jabez to buy this. Right? I mean, I can, now, now, if you want to, if you want me to make you feel good, all right, I can preach this passage to you and talk about uh, or encourage you to be audacious. When you're talking to God, I can preach this passage to you and I can encourage you to have faith. I can encourage you to trust God, right? But all that is good for a moment. But what happens after you make that audacious prayer request? What happens after you use your faith? What happens after you trust God when you pray for that thing? The thing is, nobody talks about tomorrow for Jabez. Nobody... I'm a little perturbed with the author, with the writer, because I need to know some more about Jabez. I need to know how he handled the territory that God gave him. I need to know what was his life really like. I know they say he's honorable, but give me some more information so I can do some more. I can pattern my life around him more than just asking God for more, right? Nobody talks about the behind the scenes for Jabez. See, we look at Facebook, we look at social media, we look at Instagram, and we see that snippet, we see that snapshot, and then we go to God in our private closet and say, Lord, I want more. I saw that, and I want more. But the problem is we do not consider that there, are, there is something behind the scenes of, uh, with some of the things that we see in social media, but we don't consider that. We don't consider the, the toil 
the stress that comes along with what the, the smiles that you've seen or the things, that, the images that you've seen. The thing is, you've got the territory enlarged. It's fine. But now that you've got the territory, now you've got to cut the grass. Now you've got to till the ground. Now you've got to watch out for the weeds. Now you've got to kill the moles that are tearing up the ground. When we looked at the text yesterday, or the, the day before in chapter 17 of Joshua, and when they were complaining, Lord, oh, we want more. We want more. Then Joshua said, if you want more, then look at all of that ground over there. Go ahead and cut down those trees and make room and, 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 and draw out those people that are living in the land. And all of a sudden, the people didn't want that. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I don't want to work that hard for the things that I'm asking God for. That's why you need to be asking for capacity, for character, for discipline. And let me leave you with this one thing, though. It's just very simple. God will enlarge your territory when you prove you can govern it. God will give you the things that you need and that your heart desires when you get up in the morning and when you carve out time for him. When you show him that you're willing to work for the things, you don't want more. Don't let that be what drives you is having more. You want to take advantage of what you have already. Maximize what you have. And when God sees you maximizing the things that you have, then enlarging and giving you more is not even a problem. And so it's the disease of more. We feel that we want more. We need more. We have to have more. Not necessarily. You want to be faithful with what you have so that when God gives you more, you'll do right by that. Um, Lord, bless your people today. Keep them as we depart from one another, but never from your presence. Help us, God, to be more responsible with our prayers, more judicious with our prayers. Help us, God, to not just ask for things. Help us not to just ask for more, but help us to ask for the right things, like capacity to receive the things that we're asking for. Help us to have uh, character, God, so we will do right by the things that you give us. Help us to have discipline, God, to maintain and sustain the thing, God, that we're, 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 we're searching and seeking for today. Bless us, God. We don't just want more. We want to be faithful with what you have given us so that when you give us more, we're prepared for it. Bless us today in Jesus' name. Amen. You all have a wonderful day. Uh, may God be with you. I'll see you tomorrow at church, and I'll see you tomorrow or hear from you tomorrow morning.